Comics Toss, Episode 5, Apocalypse. Okay, welcome to Comics Toss. We are discussing the X-Men currently. X-Men animated series of the 90s, and we are on Episode 9 and 10. Oh, so you mean we're back in the uh, 92131? I thought it was 7 and 8. No, no, the 92131. Instead of the 616? Oh, my God. Good job. Ah, fuck you. I figured I'd be a smartass for once. (laughs) Yes, we are covering the Apocalypse episodes, basically. So, um, yeah, Reploid Bill, William Bush. Seth Lovell, Saria. Scott Action Jackson. Shane McCray, Proto Guy. Hey guys, I know you're about to get your podcast on, so I'll be quick. If at any time you feel like dropping your own opinion into what we're talking about, head on over to FandomNight.com and all of the contact information for every single one of our shows, including the one you're about to watch, is there. Alright guys, I'll leave you alone. Okay, so, just a clarification before we even start this. We are assuming that you have watched episode 9 and 10, so if you have not... Pause um, us and come back. Yeah, because you're going to need to, because we don't actually do a synopsis. We talk about the notes that we took describing what we saw in the episode and what Which we need to talk about. Which sometimes is a synopsis, but not always. Yeah. Other times it's details. So, episode Spoilers. 9. The Cure. You guys might have notes before me. I don't take my first note until we're working on the house. Oh, okay. Uh, Q Cable doing a Terminator bit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Cable is still from the 80s. I have a question about Cable. <coughs> Go ahead. My first note. Um, I don't know a lot about Cable at all, so like his Good. powers and stuff are really bizarre. Technically well, speaking, he has his... telekinetic powers, and he can also talk with machines. Is that why his eye glows all the time? Uh, yes. Uh, his body, that's because he's a Summers. His body I mean. is fighting off um, the infection. Yeah. He has okay. that. He has the Technovirus. That's that virus that, what, that fucks It was given future. to him as a baby during the Madeline Pryor stuff, and then... Oh, I was wrong. I was wrong. He was, he was going to die, so Scott was given an impossible choice. Let the child die <coughs> under his own care... Or send the child away to the future where there might be a cure. Be a cure. Yep. He sent the child away. As far as he's concerned, from what I understand, I don't think there's very often that they talk about the fact that that is his kid. Oh, I fucked up. Because even when they do show up, like, okay, and like when, in the... When Scott Summer shows up in this... Well, not this one, I think the next episode, and blasts... This, it won't be revealed. Yeah, yeah. Not, not in this episode. Nor... Nor, for the most part, I don't think it's revealed in the series, yeah. ever. I don't think they ever talk about because it, but had, that is where he came from. Of, yeah. He's the son of uh, Cyclops and uh, Madeline Pryor. Yes. yes. I said the wrong person to my girlfriend, and I said, Emma Frost. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. Might as well be. <laughs> no, it might as well not be. No, it's Madeline, Madeline Pryor, Madeline. because she's the Goblin Queen. She's still very important in the continuity. Yeah. So Madeline Pryor and Scott's son is Cable. Got it. Yes. Yes. Which, by the way, uh, my note would be, uh, well, my first, technically it's my third one, but uh, just because it's more notes for myself is where we are in the show. But the first one of importance is, Cable shoots Angel, Angel gets up like it's nothing. Meanwhile, Cable goes, set gun gun to stun. No, he said my gun is set to stun. Yeah. 
Because that girl's freaking out when she runs yeah. in. So his phaser is set to stun and not and kill. man, let me tell you, life sucks, man. It sucks to be so rich that you would be invited to the Hellfire Club. Yep. It sucks to be so fucking beautiful that you have fucking flowing locks and you look all clean and shit. You live in Beverly Hills condos and you got sky blue eyes. It sucks. It sucks to have the physique of Jean-Claude Van Damme in his prime. It fucking sucks. Yeah. It's awful. And on top of that, you got to have fucking... Beautiful ivory fucking wings like an angel, like you descended from the motherfucking heavens. You must never get laid. No, life he, fucking his, sucks. His life is hard. There's no. nothing, nothing I would want more than to not be such a goddamn freak. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you beautiful man. Freak. <laughs> fucking beautiful angel descended from the heavens, man. Yeah, you're a freak because you've got wings. Fuck and that. that's literally all. And in the built in the built understanding of religious beliefs and mythology in our world, you want to tell me he's that hated? He really isn't. Yeah. yeah. I really don't think he is. I honestly think that he just wants to be normal because it's so hard getting all that pussy. <laughs> he, he I mean, be- he had a woman. He had a woman right there. And look. She's like, she's like, oh, I love you so much. And he's like, you wouldn't if you knew about me. And then, right after that, she does actually see him because he fights Cable. And well, she barely sees him because she got blinded. And... Right, but she no, she sees him because he flies into the room before yeah. he ever got before she ever got blinded. She was in the room oh, yeah, and he she, was flying through the room fighting Cable. She got blinded. And then he throws the bomb and blinds blinds her and then she shoots him and angel assumes it's all it is it's an assumption yeah that he was shot because he's angel yep he doesn't he doesn't even take a second to realize that she was blinded and shot because she was worried she couldn't see who was coming at her yep she thought it was cable coming to fucking get her next and nope and holy shit man warren is a little bit paranoid warren just carries that gun everywhere he goes He's at the cabin, like with a with a female guest, probably yeah. looking to end his night famously, and he just carries that gun. Well, technically, he is like what a billionaire. But then again, right? I, where's I his bodyguard? Were, now wait, yeah. weren't they also not at his place? That they, they were at uh, some doctor's. Uh, they were at a. They cabin were at. They in, were at one uh, of his places. Yeah, they I will say at, this again. They were at one. Of one. his places. That wasn't Warren it. is the kind of rich where he has like 17 homes. Yeah, but that house, that cabin was not his. I think that cabin was the doctor who they no, been looking for. No, because he had been hiding the doctor. Yeah. You can't hide the doctor in his own home. Yeah. Uh, technically you can if you're dumb. So that means that they were at one of his places. Bill, you don't understand what it's like to be rich, beautiful, and basically an angel. Okay, it's tough. <laughs> Life is hard. I know. Yeah. Damn it. You, you tell, you're telling all your friends, guys, life is tough. I'm getting laid 
daily and I'm getting tired of it. I just want to be normal. <laughs> I just want to be normal. Seth is going to punch you. Okay? <laughs> no. No. I'm beautiful no, I'm with just going to slap locks. him a few times. I'm going to slap him Van across Damme the face physique. and be like, knock it off. Because yep. I'm not dumb. Bill's got money. I need to be his friend because he's got money. <laughs> yeah, I have stupid money. Yeah, he's got stupid money. I literally have what For you stupid refer money, to. I'll be one of those yeah. gold-digging friends. Hey. I have what you refer to as stupid money. Hey. I'm hey. Warren hey. Worthington. Yeah. Oh, by the way, and when I introduce myself, I'm so rich, I am Warren Worthington. The third. Hey, I like, you know, and you know, in the mind, like, I don't give a fuck who you are. I am going to fucking blast you, little bitch. But, just to bring this up, I know we're skipping quite far ahead. Angel does not seem to have been a member of the first class. No. It doesn't no. seem like any of the X-Men recognize him. And uh, Cable, coming from the future should know that if he's going after Angel, that is one of the official original five. Yeah, yeah. Angel is one of the original X-Men. But evidently not. Yeah, not in this alternate Yeah, because reality. even Xavier, when they were showing him a picture, like, I was con- I'm concerned yeah, this about... This mutant. This guy. Whoever the fuck this guy is. He's like, this guy. Once Which again. is going to be really bizarre, because I'm telling you, there is an episode later on where they go see Iceman... And there's a flashback showing the first class, and I think Angel's in the flashback. So this scene is going to be even more peculiar and make him look like a real asshole later on. I need you, Rogue, I need you to go find this mutant. This fucking guy I, I, here. You know, yeah. I, I, I want to think, I think he might, I think I might know him. You know, my powers are very inconsistent. <laughs> my powers I, are I come very across so many freaking mutants in my age. No shit. God, it's only like if I had something, something to no. Because remember, remember, my... Xavier's powers <laughs> are convenient for plot. Yes. So, so where are we? Um, isn't oh, that... uh, Mirror Island, where no. Xavier is. Oh, and isn't that Matt? You said that, that now this is Madeline Pryor that he went to go see. No, no, no. He no, this is Moira, uh, Moira Taggart. Yeah. Moira, Moira, Moira. No, Moira. 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 Like, Moira. Like how you say the name on Resident Evil. Moira. Moira. Yeah, yes. she's Moira McTaggart. I have a problem with that. I have a problem saying that name. But uh, Let me put it to you this way. She's the professor's ex-wife. Yes. And Though they don't, they don't tell us anything about that, but that's yeah. who she is. So then they go rolling up to the doctor's door and like, hey. They do, however, make a small... Small reference to mutants that can't be helped. Yeah. That's about his son. Yeah. His son is on the island right now. Well, in a coma. A force-induced coma. Yeah. That will come up later. E- even though, by the way, what we get is... Where are your papers? No visitors! Yeah. But I have a friend because yeah, Doctor Wiley is on campus. But right yes, now. I have a, I have a friend that wants to see you. No visitors. Uh, um, Xavier, let me just probe his mind. <gasps> I told you the papers. <laughs> no shit, it's pretty hardcore. Well, apparently, the doctor is researching a cure for for mutations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Yes. Yeah. And it, supposedly, it's already though, done. Yeah. Not yeah. researching. He has one. Well, yeah, he has it. Xavier probes the doctor's mind. Sees Mystique. Sees Mystique, Apocalypse, and, and Apocalypse. then has some kind of like seizure. Because Apocalypse shot a feedback mm-hmm. 
Yep. Almost sent him into a almost sent him into oh. a seizure. Oh yeah. Uh, well, I got down. Mystique and Apocalypse in the same mind read. Got to be a killer headache. <laughs> yeah, it would be. Well, Mystique would do nothing to him, but Apocalypse—that's yeah. a problem. Um, Major well, listen. Problem. Um, it might because these are both uh, episodes about Apocalypse. Um, I have I didn't write it down on my notes because I've been asking this question for so long now. What does he? Do technically his powers by himself? What? What does I know he can grow himself into like a as big as a building? Yeah, but, but I don't seem. To, I, I'm going to be honest. I don't think that's grow. actually. No, I don't actually think that's his power. We're going to look it up real quick so that we give guaranteed Is that information. Suit that he wears because it has like tubes. Okay, here's the thing. Oh, like tendrils. He discovered a spaceship. He he discovered that he. He's okay. part. He's part of the. He's part of the externals. Let me ask you this though. Apocalypse is considered to be the very first mutant. Is that true? Uh, there's a lot it of debate. On which version? No, there's a lot of debate, but he could very well be. Number two. It's not. It's <laughs> not about his version. He existed as far back as before ancient Egypt, I believe. Because everything I've ever seen of Apocalypse... Or like right at the beginning he, he, of Egypt. He lived in ancient Egypt. Yes, he did. Okay. And he had an actual name at the time. And he's part... There's a lot of debate as to whether or not he's part of a group called the Externals. The Externals are a group of immortals. There's, a, there's, a, there's quite a few of them. Um, they are capable of death, but they always come back. So they and they're all somehow psychically linked to when they do come back or when they die. It kind of sends a reverb through all the externals and they uh, notice it. Oh, yeah, that's right. Insubnar. Or, yeah, Insubnar. Yeah, Insubnar or some shit like because that. Because he's, uh, he's one of the main <coughs> X-Men villains. Yes, a lot of his powers and abilities come from a spaceship. That he found. So that he's not really a mutant. Yes, he is. Okay, no, okay. <clears throat> now let me ask you he this. He is a part of the externals. At least that's debated that he's was a that part of the externals. Was that before or after he found the ship? Did before. They, okay, so he was, okay, he is a actual mutant by, by uh, birth. Uh, yes. Let's see here. Power, superhuman strength, superhuman stamina, and vulnerability. Flight, teleportation, biomolecular alteration... Uh, into a malleable form, size alteration, physical superhuman powers, and transmutation. Uh, energy generation, including energy absorption, superhuman speed, force fields, and energy projection. Telekinesis, immortality, uh, both through blood of apocalypse, which is normal blood, and technological interface, so... Uh, which is from the ship. Nanobots. Well, I think that's... Some of these powers were given to him by the ship. Yeah. So that's all of it. So let's see here. Cyclops so just goes cartoon, we see like a quarter of it? This man's got yes. like 17 fucking powers. Dude, this guy that you're talking about, there's a lot of talk about this guy that when the Bible and whatnot talks about the apocalypse, it's him. The it was a movie. misinterpretation the apocalypse is not an event. It's a person. It's, a it's person. him. That wouldn't make sense on why he calls himself Apocalypse and he has his own four horsemen of the apocalypse. Yes. Yes. 
Even though technically he's supposed to have five, but that's beside the point. There is a lot of debate. I know we're jumping in him, but he's his power set and everything. He is one of the most, if not the most dangerous mutant on the planet. Second to the Phoenix. Yeah, but that's an entity that comes from space later. Yeah, technically speaking, also considered to be very. Yes, but I will. I will talk about that when we get to the Phoenix. I will explain to you some of the strange continuity as to what the Phoenix actually is. Well, I know that the Phoenix is a cosmic level uh, being. Yes. Yes. The Phoenix is born in between. And a couple of seconds when the universe was, or rather when the universe wasn't, and then was. Yeah. So She the, was born during the events that formed the universe so itself. So, like, the Phoenix is almost, but not quite, as old as Galactus. Uh, Galactus the Phoenix is, is the Phoenix. Older. The Phoenix is above Galactus in the chain of cosmic entities. Yes. Oh, fucking shit. He, you know what he, With, he's I capable do believe, of. The, Galact- uh, the Galactus... Being- the if you get, are the oldest things in the If you universe. want to get super technical, if the Phoenix wants, Galactus answers to Phoenix. Yes. When Phoenix is in its truest form, it is above him in the Pantheon. And Apocalypse is not a cosmic-level mutant. He's no, omega. he's just a mutant. He's yes. an omega-level. Yes, he's omega-level. He has one or two powers at his disposal. Yep. <laughs> at least in the cartoon. I mean, because like Cyclops. You know, Cyclops, he has... Brown... I have 17 powers <laughs> that I barely use all of them in this cartoon. You know, and Storm is considered, I don't give a fuck what you think, Storm is an Omega level. Controlling weather? Storm almost destroyed the entire planet by accident once. That puts her in the same category as Apocalypse. Because uh, she had a dinner. Oh, my I'm God. You, this dude, actually happened in continuity. The fucking she news. had a dinner with Dr. Doom. Why? What? And yes, since yes. this really happened, she had a dinner with Doctor Doom, and he uh, he threw because he's a prick. <laughs> this is literally why because he's a prick. No other explanation. He wanted to know how dangerous the X Men really were, so he captures all of them, has dinner with Storm, and then throws this metal ball at her. And it starts wrapping around her and covering her in this organic metal, which will claustro- turn her into a statue. And because, of, and because claustro- of claustrophobia, she loses her mind, and her powers go haywire, and it almost destroyed the entire planet. Yep. So, and do- then he was like, oh, maybe we shouldn't do that. Maybe, maybe we shouldn't here, fucking be here, such uh, a prick. Uh, here's your friend. Here's your friend. Yeah. Here's your friend. Here's your friend. <laughs> so then the dinner was canceled, of course, but he told her that he respects her, and they will part on good terms. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, that's, that's good, literally that's good, not a thing. joke. Good terms are: you leave me alone, I leave you alone. <coughs> look, yeah. look. Yeah. How do you think? Like, I know. No, I no, 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 no. Hold up, hold up. I fucked up. Fucked up. How do you think the professor got that Amex card? Okay, <laughs> it's coming from Latveria. That's oh, where the bill goes. You, sir. <laughs> Posted something. Oh, you saw that? Oh, I'm keeping yeah. up with the X Men. Yes, that's so good. Don't, you don't think I pay attention, dude? I posted Xavier's charge card. I found it in one of the books I was reading. Everybody yep. gets his charge card. Yep. Literally, I found it. Rogue has the charge card in her hand. Yeah. She's using it, which means just like Worthington the Third, I have stupid money. Now think about that. Worthington the Third has stupid money. He lived at the Xavier Academy. He also has Xavier's charge card. <laughs> Does that mean that 
So Xavier that douche has... is spending Xavier's money while saving his own money. Yeah. <laughs> so does no, 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 Xavier no, no. have stupid money? Then? No. I'm, yes. I'm sorry. Xavier yes. does. He has am, stupid money. I'm sorry. Everybody that comes into the academy receives a charge card, and he he transfers funds into these cards. And opens bank accounts so that you can buy clothes and such and whatnot. He is the greatest. So you can live. He is the greatest father ever. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> Xavier made all of his monies by uh, basically reading the minds of uh, horses and shit like that and playing the tracks and going to the casinos. Wow. And- no, uh, th- there's a lot of weirdness to it. Even this show will later on talk about how he's like a high-grade politician yeah. that's been like real famous in social liberation Bull. circles and shit. Nope. Bull. We're not with that power. I'm taking his side. That motherfucker's at the racetrack. Like he he could be. He is manipulating other things too. He's not he's not oblivious to the idea that he knows where the stock market is going. Yeah. Xavier makes that money, Shane. And so Worthington, you can call him a douche all you want, but I think that man is brilliant. Yeah, but life is hard for Worthington, so we can't really Look, blame him. Shane, <laughs> Shane. When you live at the Xavier house, mooching off another guy, <laughs> beautiful as an angel. <laughs> Look, Shane, let me help. Do you know how much stupid money Xavier has? So much? The entire crew is literally rebuilding the mansion by themselves using the Amex cards that they have. Yeah. An you know entire money, mansion. You know how much money it would cost to rebuild a school? A lot. Like, this isn't like a normal small mansion. Yeah. It's a school. He also yeah. saves money by not hiring a, a crew to build it because he has, I don't know, super-powered mutants. And this is a true statement, his, too, but his student, all the materials. Slash teacher, and, slash yeah, even, even still, you have to buy builder's contracts and all kinds of yeah, shit with the yeah. city so you, you can you rebuild have, the it, complex. I'm going to tell you something. Are we on that part? Are we at the school yet? Because uh, I yes, we're... technically we are, are we? fixing is the mansion right, right Nobody now. Nobody has anything else? I have a question about the school. I have something a little bit after that, but that's Okay, myself. well, I have Wolverine might be running his mouth, but I am under the impression that since he's lived over 400 years, he's probably built a house or two. I imagine he's picked up a trick here and there and knows more about construction than the other X-Men on the team. So what Gambit did was douchey and could have literally gotten somebody fucking killed. Which, by the way, before we get completely there... We're going to get to that part, but I have one more thing about Wolverine. Wolverine is cutting wood. His claws cannot extend that far. Why does he have one enormous claw? claw. That claw claw. should not... It was longer than his arm. He was like, samurai sword, hip, up. Because when I seen him putting putting the boards, I'm like, okay, that's going to be easy for you. You can cut it. He makes his claw come out. I'm like, holy shit. When the fuck have you ever done that one? Have you always had that one? (laughs) Use it. Use yeah. like Sentinel's like yeah, it's just been his middle one that's Use the sword claw. <laughs> yeah. like, the Sentinel's like mutant, stay there, and he's like, <laughs> I'm doing this as hard as I can. No yeah. shit. And obviously it was the middle one, you know. Yes, it was. Referencing the fuck you. Yeah. Yes. Now during that douchey shit with Gambit charging up that fucking brick. that brick that literally could I don't, it wouldn't have killed Wolverine, but I promise you that would have hurt like hell. No, but it didn't he have to be him it, that it blew could into. Have been in the crossfires. It would have destroyed some of the. That's why stuff Storm using Storm or Cyclops. Place Cyclops bromps the glowing Rump. brick okay. and yes. then kind of looks up like fucking really you two. Now I'm gonna tell you something. Rogue grabs the top of the school that, that she little already, cage thing. She was yeah. already holding. Yeah, that up. she and, was already putting and on puts top. It over 
Gambit. Gambit. Now, I said something. Separating the two. Is it really? Uh, for that one second, yes. And but, sometimes that's all it takes. No, you yeah. misunderstand. Those bars were really spaced They were, out. but when that like, thing fell down, the first thing he did was stand still. He did. He did, but I'm just saying Because he wanted again. to see if that shit was going to fall down around him. He, I'm going to tell you something right now. Gambit, if he was really fucking stupid and he really wanted to fight Wolverine, that thing is not going to stop my cards. No, that but when... Or I'll just slide through when the bar. cages, When giant stone cages fall from the sky around where you're standing... You tend to stand still. I oh, know, I get that. And be like, what the fuck? Take two seconds and be like, okay, no, well, I got Because he kept staring at Wolverine. I'm like, you know you can get out of that. Pretty easy. Just slide to the bar. Yeah, but he knew at that point he was like, hmm. Mm, she's pretty strong. I don't want to get hit because she can hurt me. But, yes, uh, during this point, all the X-Men are working on the X- X-Mansion. Like, uh, Gene is boarding stuff up. With the nails. Took away Logan's chance to be all manly. I like to work with my hands. And she's like, yeah, that's real cute. <laughs> Fucking 12 nails. <laughs> I like to work with my hands. I like working with my mind. Dude. Yeah. Dude. And he's like, oh, right. <laughs> she's like, I don't, Auto I don't nail really gun. need your help. Fuck. Stop it. <laughs> Stop what? Stop showing me up. Um, all right, bub. I also like how Wolverine... He's taking a lot of pride here while he's walking around like, I know about all this shit. Hey, add some water to that. Hey, change that over. Hey, fix that. Hey, make me some better bricks. Hey, I'm going to cut these boards. Hey, baby, need me to hammer that up for you? And she's like, no, I can fucking hammer a nail better than you actually could with your hands. And the whole time that he's walking around doing this, Scott is like holding a two-by-four? Like He's like over in the corner doing nothing. When you're the leader... You have to... He's supervising. And if I was yeah, Cyclops... Te- technic- technically speaking, Cyclops would be the orange hat, Wolverine would be the white hat, and everybody else would be the yellow hats. And if I was Cyclops, I actually would be like, Hey, Wolverine, how about you actually build the house and not build your relationship with my wife? Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, not hey, Scott, yet. hey, Scott, how about you respect your fucking elders since I'm older than all of you combined? Yeah, Brown. Better talk heal. I'll shoot you in the tummy. You don't heal from that very well. Oh, my tummy. Hey, hey. <laughs> tummy shots hurt. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, we've noticed. In reality, though, he would just keep healing from it. So Professor Xavier calls the X-Men, yeah. and the face he is making <laughs> tells us all we need to know about oh. Xavier. <laughs> Rangers, look at, I mean, X-Men. Dude. Look he, he to was the lo- viewing uh, he was, television screen. He was looking straight and up at the same time. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Dude, it was amazing. I took that Dude, screenshot. I was watching it with my girlfriend. Yeah. And she, uh, I stopped it on that part, and I, 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 I uh, re- uh, rewound it back. I'm like, look at Xavier's face. And I, when I got there, I paused, and she's like, what the hell? I'm like, <laughs> she's like, she's like, unless you're paying attention, you ain't going to notice that detail. I'm like, the only reason why I noticed is because Bill showed it to me. And I had to see it for myself. And, uh, and I thought I found some odd pictures for the Turbo review. Dude. Wow. <laughs> His fucking face was I magnificent. Oh, no. This is a very close. Uh, this is a really good. Uh, I don't know. Tommy, Tommy made kissy faces at that snake. I was enjoying it. Yeah. <laughs> So, are we now at Rogue? Uh, yeah, I was going to say yeah. that. Yeah, they've, uh, they found out about the cure. And Rogue, they had their philosophical Rogue debate has... of, take them, don't take them, whatever. And Rogue is like, 
fuck it, I'm going to go get that cure. Yeah, because much like we learn later on in the third X-Men movie, she wants cured of her being able to touch people without... I burning. have a question. Yes. Now... In the hospital. It's just a little detail, but... She wants that cure. I get that. Yes. I understand Rogue. Rogue, out of all of them, probably needs it more than anybody. She can't... She's a fucking I, I, leech. I'd say she needs that part cured. Mm-hmm. That's it. No. Well, she doesn't want to be a mutant. I period. actually figured something out that I can't believe I didn't think of before. What's that? Rogue doesn't need a cure. Why is that? Rogue, in her own storyline, is designed the way she is for a reason. The reason she looks the way she does and everything like that is because she's trapped in her own curse. Right. In order to play up the story, what they did was they made her the Southern Belle. She's very likable. She's very sweet. She's kind. She's brave. She's awesome. She's got this perfect personality. She's got an absolute banging body. She's got Everybody the rocking hair. <laughs> like, well, yeah, but there's a reason. Because of all these people, she could have anybody she wants. And not just on the physical element. She could have anybody she wants. But she can have nothing yep. from anybody ever. It's not something she can ever have. But I got to thinking. How could she touch people, Shane? She can touch people when she's wearing gloves. Nope. Skin to skin. As much touching as she could possibly want. <clears throat> I was going to say, the only way I could see that possibly happen is maybe Iceman? Nope. Anybody. Anybody she wants. Touch anybody. Right now. Literally right this second she could do it. Yep. But the X-Men... Dumb X-Men are dumb. Let's go ahead and put that down right here. <coughs> let's not cure her. Let's not take her power away. But let's give her something she can't have. Give her that human contact. How do you do it? Still not figuring this out, are you? You, have to, you give her the ability to turn it off and on. How do you do that? You would have to... Well, if, I, if anybody knows how to turn their power off and on, it's... Nope. I don't know. Just go ahead and tell us. Give her the collar. Yep. Oh. The Genosha collar. Oh. Give her a collar. Take the bomb out. Give her the remote. Let her wear the collar. Redesign it so it looks more fashionable if you want. Beep. There. And then her powers are gone. And then you give her the ability to turn it off and on. Now, she can't fly. She doesn't have super strength. She's not invulnerable. But, but she's, she's not a parasite. And then afterwards, oh, God, excellent, we need you. Boop, beep. Do, 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 do. Yeah. Meanwhile, while she's being mad at Gambit, because Gambit keeps being like, baby, take it off and shake it for me. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to lie to you. Shit. Gambit. She I, dri- think, she dri- I think that he knew what she was doing, and he was trying, though his, though his tact is bad, yeah. he was honestly trying to just get her to smile Forget her woes for just a second. Don't run off. Nothing good will come from the decision you're about to make. But Gambit's tact is awful. You know, when she drove away and she basically kicked him out and he ran around the fucking wall. Yeah, he did. Hopped over and landed back in the car. Come on, man. You see his face? He was cheesing it hard. He was like, I did that. I did that. 
you do realize that you're gonna have to fly away. He was like Bender. I'm back, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, baby. I know it. <laughs> and that's when she's like, God, just leave me alone, Gambit. And he's like, Oh, I can't follow her now. Yeah, he's like, that one I can't do. I get it. I was really impressive there for a second, but Listen, that, if that you one were, I can't If you do. were not in such a bad mood, that yeah, that got me laid. And I, I like guarantee how it, guarantee it. As ridiculous as it is. His little quips and whatnot, he, he does like Rogue a lot. And I don't think it's just a flirting nature. I think he really likes Rogue. And he keeps making these little comments that, to her, are actually quite painful. And I don't think he fully knows it. No. He makes comments like, hey, how about that little kiss and things like that. And it's something that she really can't do. She might kill him. Do you want me to put you into a coma? It might be worth it, Sherry. Yeah. Actually, actually for a lot of guys, that'd be the case. It'd be worth I I couldn't do it. I don't think no matter how no matter how sexy a person is, I'm not going to give up a quarter of my life and live in a coma for a kiss or a hug. Like it's too much. I'd hug her if she's wearing too much. It's like it's like the Shinigami eyes. Nope, I don't care. I uh, keep them. I would hug her if she was wearing her full bodysuit. Right. Like here's a hug. But then what if her cheek lands on your cheek? And I'm like, this is so great. You'll be all right. I mean, Gambit did touch her back in a swimming suit, <laughs> so I mean. Yeah, but he had his hobo gloves. He only touched with two two fingers. He only takes one <laughs> fucking finger to get fucking zapped. Just these two fingers. <laughs> Spider-Man. <He's> Spider-Mander. <laughs> yeah. How's that feel, baby? Technically speaking, if you're doing the Spider-Man, and anyway, we'll uh, I'll leave that one alone. So get this: there was a Twilight Zone tribute in this episode. Oh yeah, yeah, the plane. Yeah, there was a William Shatner Twilight Zone fucking tribute. There's something yep. on the wing. Yes, that was fucking awesome. Yep. And then I mentioned that Cable has one-liners. Yep. Oh, <laughs> Of he course, drops the 1980s one-liner. Of course! And then we come across Pyro. Alright, let's who's see Who's with Avalanche in a bar. Yes. Da, 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 da. They're in a pub. Yeah, a pub. Eh, pub. It is different. Pub. You gotta be in a pub. And he threw... She fucking threw him <laughs> through the wall! Well, first of all, they're looking for Mystique. And Avalanche goes, Well, how do you know what she looks like? Hey, she's a shapeshifter, mate. How am I supposed to fucking know? Yeah. Hey, wait, maybe that's her. Hey, baby, you looking for a date? No, but I'm looking for a bullseye. Bam, right through the wall. <laughs> like... And Avalanche... Avalanche was like, I'd like to see you try that with me. <clears throat> okay. Done. All the way through the wall. That's That's another one of those things, too. Like, man. She, uh... This is another one of those moments where we talk about how people don't really think about how strong they really are. She could have killed either one of them. Eh. Yeah, especially speaking with the of, fall uh, from the pub to the water. Speaking of Pyro, regardless if he's a Brotherhood member, member of the X-Men, or whatnot, I feel bad for him because of his power. I don't. I kind of do because he can't fucking... He has to have that like flamethrower thing. For his powers to even no, work. No, he has, he has to, to have his eyes closed to shoot his flames. <laughs> he has to wear an explodable backpack all the time because he can't create the fire. No. He can only manipulate it. Which really, I prefer what they did in the movie there where they were like, just give that man a lighter. This is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, because he would, light, he would light it up, he would make the fire come out, and he would shoot it. 
And I'm like, okay, that's good. You have uh, you have your uh, you have your item that you need because you're not Iceman. You can't just create it. Yeah. If you yeah. can create the fire, that'd be awesome. How many times can one mutant receive an ass whooping in an episode? Like, that's damn. a good question. Uh, hold on. Let's see. There's the pub. Then there's, and I'm jumping ahead a bit, then there's the cable fight. Then there's Mystique gets okay, mad at Okay, so him. let's go to the cable fight. Because, yes, okay, during all this, Angel goes to uh, to Mystique, who's posing as the doctor, right. and he's like, I don't want to be so beautiful. I don't want to be so fucking Wait, majestic. No, that's, that, not that's not till the, the end, end of the episode. The of Technically, episode. we have Rogue walks up. Yeah. Doot, doot, doot. What? What do you want? I want to yeah. talk to you. Where like, are your papers? Boom! Yeah, she's like, I want to be Oh, well, Mark, I guess far. you've got your I'm papers. Come on in. No. <laughs> I want to not be this anymore. And then he's like, oh, but you're all beautiful and shit. And she's like, I don't, I don't really want that. And then he's like, okay, well, go away for an hour. And she's like, okay. Yeah, in uh, which Pyro follows her. Yep. So that's how they know to go back and kidnap the doc. Even though, yeah, AKA she, oh, oh, Mystique, and, and they they're like, "Oh, let's kidnap the doctor." Mystique won't know this, hmm. so they go take the doctor. And then they run off. Then Cable tries to kill the doctor. Oh, this is the part where I got an interesting thing. Well, well technically, Cable's trying to kill the doc, but yeah, here's the fun part, which is probably something you're about to bring up, Scotty. Uh, I want to say when they're when that's over the cliff, it's like insert fugitive movie line. I didn't kill my wife. I don't care. <laughs> like, I like when he fucking threw that plasma grenade at her, and it hit her, and she's like, ah. And then he got the fucking pencil in his mouth, he's like, plasma grenade. Dude, he's and he fucking not, spits the fucking he's thing. so retarded 1980s. And he spits the pin, and it hits Mystique well, look, in the head. It, no, 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 because here's the part that I fucking love, right? Okay, so first Mystique is pissed off at both Pyro and Avalanche. Full blast, as loud as she can. The fuck is wrong with you idiots? She was about to be the first herald of Apocalypse. Here comes Rogue flying in. Doesn't hear a fucking thing. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know she how doesn't much have super she doesn't hearing. have super hearing and wind in the face and and, and like air, I don't know. We don't like, know what it's like to fly without a plane. Yeah, I don't so know we, what I, that's I can't like. really tell. And she flies awfully fast too because she can cross from America all the way down to fucking Muir Island in, in like hours? no time, like in hours. Yeah. Although technically she does hitch a ride on a plane, but yeah, but I think that was laziness. Yeah, <laughs> no, 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 that was brooding. You can't yeah, that was brooding. You can't fly to brood I apologize. At the same time. It was brooding. You have to sit somewhere and look down while so down. while Cable is messing stuff up. Uh, Daddy Cyclops comes and puts him on his ass. Yeah, bad kid that I don't know is my kid. <laughs> yeah. Followed by Gene falling down and Rogue going, oh, God, I got you. You should have seen my girlfriend. And I already mentioned that there's no proof whatsoever that Angel was ever anybody. So I already mentioned that. So oh, yeah, and then Rogue changes her mind. Yep. Yeah, Rogue changes her mind because she realizes having powers is awesome. And uh, and then Angel is like, please. And Angel flies and is like, doctor. I'm, just, I'm tired of looking so beautiful. Tired of being so majestic Please and shit. Please make me the archangel. Oh wait, too soon. And then they were like, and they were like, "You sure you want to give up your powers? I mean, you're so beautiful." He's like, "It's a curse." I'm like, "Well, that condom head thing's a curse. You should take that off." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know what's up with you and you. 
I don't know what's up with X-Men. And X-Men to... love face gloves, damn it. Uh, and then we come across uh, Mystique meeting up with Apocalypse, saying that she found a new person. And Apocalypse is like, I know too much of this world, which is why I must destroy it. Dun, dun, Mag- dun! Magneto's now a saint <laughs> compared to Apocalypse. He always has been. Apocalypse yeah. is an end-of-world calamity. He wants all humans to die. <coughs> Actually, technically, Apocalypse mutants. wants everyone to die. Yeah, yeah. he's he wants to he Bow wants to, to me or else. Well, no, he wants to redesign mutant kind. Yeah, he wants it gone, all of it. Mutants, humans, doesn't matter. It all needs to go. Magneto just wants equality, but he he will cross that line to get it. Yes, and Xavier wants equality, but he won't quite cross that line to get it. So, are we on episode ten? Yep, we are on episode Come ten. Apocalypse. Okay, in episode ten. There must be some discomfort at first cliche. Yeah, and then she reveals herself to be Mystique and smiles and laughs all evil until Apocalypse walks in the room and he's like, Hey, don't be doing all that evil shit. I do the evil shit. And she's like, Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm sorry. You're the evil one. I'm sorry. I'm very... I'm going to tell you something. This is my... And And then he's like, Turn it up. I want to hear evil shit. This this, uh, note I took could could be used in this episode or the last episode. And it does go, uh, it does, I look at Apocalypse, and not knowing this man, if I was a mutant, not knowing this man, what he can do, yes, he could probably easily kill me, you look stupid, you look so stupid, I can't take you fucking serious for a minute, oh, you'd take him serious, look at those fucking blue, oh, I know all about how stupid he looks, but you, uh, you wouldn't be talking shit to him ever. No, but me not yeah. me going into the situation. All it would take is all it would take is a couple seconds to figure out that you should shut up. I would shut up after that, but I can't. You'd take be like, a... look at you, look at you, goofy looking motherfucker, and he'd be like, he'd be like, what, bitch? I have the power of fucking super punches, and he'd be like, oh, just one, huh? A one punch man, bitch. All I need is one. Yeah, well, I'm fucking. One super speed, one super strength, one super invulnerability, <coughs> one super telekinesis, one super growth, one super redisposition of atoms, one super fucking... <laughs> you only get one! Nope. I got one, Seven, he got one, she got one! Seventeen bitches and growing, by the yeah. way. Uh, but yeah, uh, I, just have a, I have a problem with how he looks, though. I really do. And I know now that I've been reading the comics, he looks like that in the comics. Yes, he does. Yes. And I, I have a problem with I just don't like his design. Like, I know we make fun of that movie, because he looks retarded. He looks like Ivan Ooze's retarded cousin. But... Or son. I can't take him serious. The big blue lips. Like, he makes kissy <laughs> I, I, faces. I prefer that over the movie. <laughs> I, I don't know how different it is, to be honest with you. They both look retarded. He doesn't have a cool design. He could be as cool as he is. He could be powerful, awesome. His design is awful. Always has been. Always. In my experience with the character, he's never been very cool looking. He's always been like that. But, um, so... I'm trying to think now. So, he introduces... Oh, now we got an Archangel. We have an Archangel. Yes, while it is cool to see Archangel in the series, it is also not cool. The reason Archangel was such a big deal in the original series is because we had known him so long as the Angel. He has been in the series up until that point and then became the Archangel. 
It would have been a much larger impact if this character would have been allowed to exist in the very first episode, even if he was not a main part of the team and was worked on as an actual character or at least sort of financial advisor or donator to the X-Men until this point. In this, we get one hey, angel. But, hey, Archangel. But at the end of the last episode, it is revealed that uh, he did fund the Doctor's research. Yes, but as it stands right now, why do I care? Yeah. You're not invested in the character yeah. because you literally I don't, got 20 minutes of I don't minutes care about this guy. Yeah. If, yeah. If, if I'm coming into it, like, I know X-Men, but if some guy watches this... It's like some guy with angel rings wants his wings taken away. Yeah. Wow. And nobody cares. You don't know that guy. You're like, oh, he became this cool blue dude with eyebrows. They shouldn't have put those eyebrows on him. That looked dumb. Those eyebrows were bothering me the entire show. I was like, oh, so you why did they do that? They're like, they're like, after this procedure, you will become Archangel. He's like, no, I want my powers taken away. No, I'm shave my eyebrows. No. I'll look dumb. No. They are the one thing we are keeping from your older body. <laughs> yes. They no. And then he's like, yes, sir. And he looks in the mirror. They look lovely. He's like, ha, now you look ridiculous. Those things bothered me the entire. Because he's got like red, maroon, blue, and then he's got the <laughs> blonde eyebrow. Meanwhile, Mystique has been, went to that pub. To pretend disguised as uh, uh, with uh, what, what? or whatever Warrington. Warrington, yeah, Warrington, disguised as him, saying, "There's a cure, everyone. My There's wings a cure. are gone. I'm cured." Yeah. Followed by Scott following the professor's lead and being a dick. No. I'm cured. I'm cured. Shut the fuck up. Let these people do what they want, motherfucker. Well, yeah, Scott, no. settle down. Okay. I agree with him. A lot of this, a lot of what was going on, this. This entire episode is, I think this is kind of targeted at the whole gay community and curing gayness. I think that's what this whole episode really is because they, like, sure they cloak it in a big fucking exciting tale or whatever, but the biggest part about this is they keep being like, we don't have to be laughed at anymore, we don't have to be different, we can be like anybody else, they can cure us, being blah, a, blah. Being a mutant is not a bad thing. And the whole thing, if you, if you take their entire conversation and replace it with being gay is not something that's wrong with us. It's something that we are. Like, that's what this whole thing was about. Yep. That's exactly what they were substituting in this analogy. Mutants, gay. So, from this uh, pub little thing, we get the four discounted horsemen in the apocalypse. Which, I got this all wrong. Technically, we get three because our from game, the pub. Yeah, that's what I mean by discounted. Yeah. <laughs> and I got this wrong, because when he takes them back to the... To the One left. of them was a Morlock. Yep. That would have been Pestilence, I think. Yep. Yep. Pestilence. Yeah, you you can recognize her from yep. the previous episode. Yeah, I like that. Pestilence was the um, Morlock. Yeah. But then I look at the um, I look at the um, War God, all the horsemen. Yeah, War God Mo. I saw that. And then I got I was confused because I got Archangel wrong. He's well, he's death. death. He's I death. always thought he was famine. Oh no. No. Actually, I thought he was war for this, but. No, nope. no, he's death. War mo. And then, yeah, because technically speaking, technically speaking, Angel is just supposed to be the quote herald, meaning his job is to run around and apocalypse is coming. Apocalypse is coming. Bow your heads or fucking die. <laughs> yeah, that's literally that's what his die. job the is supposed coming. to the be. The British are coming. Yes, that's literally that's <laughs> what his job is supposed to be. Meanwhile, in the cosmos, 
Galactus, yes, my herald? Somebody is ripping us off. Ah, <laughs> destroy them, my silver surfer. Oh, Meanwhile, <laughs> back at the mansion, some, I love some misuse of mutant powers. I love yeah. this interaction in the rec room. I think this was very solid. I loved the interaction between the mutants and the rec room. When they say rec they don't mean wreck the room. Yes. The way they talked with each other and the way it felt now very rogue making jokes? Yeah, because he no, was, was like... Storm. Yeah, yeah, now like, Storm making jokes? Like, oh, now Storm's got jokes. Yeah. And like, it, it was all of them. They were all together. They were all hanging out. Two of them were playing pool. One person was watching TV. It felt genuine. It felt like just a normal day. Like, I liked this interaction a lot. Sometimes these interactions feel forced because yeah. it's a Saturday morning cartoon show. We just need an excuse for them to talk for two minutes so we yeah. can go throw fisticuffs. This felt real. Which, and then the newscast comes on and they're like, holy shit, what's yeah, happening? Which, by the way, I have to make a point here. And I'm just going to blame it on the way that they drew everything. But literally, the way that this scene looks, like you said, they're hanging around the pool table in the rec room. Storm's sitting there on the couch watching the TV. They go and they do the shit with the news, which we'll get to here in a minute. Then we cut back to the X-Men being like, who the fuck is that? That would be like if we blocked that scene from Angry Gamer, or yeah, uh, Annoyed Gamer Revenge, where it's down in the basement watching the pool table and shit. And then in the final scene where fucking Spencer goes to piss in your face, we went upstairs and filmed it in the hallway. Because the perspective literally goes from giant room to everybody standing in the hallway staring at a monitor <laughs> mounted I to the wall. It. I, I noticed like, it. What? I, um... I forgot one of my notes, and it happened in the pub. It was basically, um, Cyclops, I think it might be a little unhinged sometimes. Yeah, a like little? Said, being a dick. A when, um, when he got into Mystique's face, disguised as Worthington, he was going to shoot him. Yeah. Point blank in the face. Yeah. Yeah. Like Before I said. Xavier stopped him. Yeah. I'm thinking, dude, being you are crazy. Yeah, but, okay, what this dude is doing. I get that. I get He's it. He's telling everybody that being a mutant is wrong and that this cure will make everything all right. But blasting a man in the face does not help your cause. I'm not saying that it's right, but it's, it's, a, re, it's a realistic reaction. I get that. If somebody yeah. came up on you and told you something about being who you are and that that was just genuinely not okay and you need to change everything about yourself. Wearing Red Ranger hats is for queers. Only real men wear the fucking Yellow Ranger hat. Oh, yeah? Well, I'm a queer. I'm going to keep wearing this fucking awesome hat. No, nope, well, I'm going to okay. rip it off your head and burn it. Not okay. You need to be cured. Yeah. I need to be cured? You need to be cured. Yeah, you need to be cured. we well, got to get some spray paint on that. You need to be cured of life, so let me take care <laughs> of it. That's, yeah, exactly, that's exactly what we're getting at. That's... I mean, it is a giant metaphor for gay. I'm positive that's what this episode was getting at. Because the whole talk is about, we don't have to be this way, they can cure us. And then the other people are like, this, there's nothing wrong with us. We don't need cured. Yeah. Like, this is just our lifestyle that we've chosen. And we didn't even really have a choice in it. Um... Which, uh, let's, uh, we'll go back to the newscast here real quick. When Apocalypse attacks the World, the world Peace Summit... The the what? The peace summit. The what? What do you? What's wrong? Don't you mean the uh, the peace conference about how we need to keep humans safe from mutants? That's how we keep the peace. Um, it's something. Like, it's something like no, it's something like that. But they were discussing other things too because I don't. Xavier was worried 
that this attack would disrupt their conversations. Yeah. And the, the, the conversations would never happen. What was this gathering for again? This little gathering that they had there that Apocalypse showed up for? What was it called again? Uh, technically, it was a, pes- a press conference for the uh, leader of the, quote, peace conference. Peace conference. Which Jason, in which the guy and Zach are there. (laughs) Yeah. But regardless, either way, the fucking quote head speaker walks out and he goes, now we need to keep all options available so we can keep humanity safe from all of these fucking mutants. No, I realize that, but he was only one speaker. He was only one True. speaker, and this was a this was a massive event that was supposed to have multiple speakers <coughs> and cover a mass legitimate discussion, and then it's attacked, hardcore end of world terrorism style, by a super powerful mutant that is you can't talk with him. He's even worse than Magneto. Like if Magneto would have shown up. Xavier said. This is not a person who can be reasoned with. Right. If Magneto would have shown up and started talking rhetoric, sure, they could have said, what about this? And he'd have been like, uh, I don't know about that. Like, there's a point where Magneto, you can prove him wrong. You can give him something to think about. But this guy? No. He has already determined, you're dead. End of story. There's nothing you could say that will change it. Destroy world now. In which leads us into a giant battle, and one of the mo- one of the moments on the battle. I hate to do this, but I-, I need to ask. What make my monster grow? No, that's a power he actually has. That really does not bother me at all. That's a normal yeah, power. That's He's been doing I wrote it for down years. as a note. like insert make my monster grow quote from. No, I have a very different, very different uh, question. Um, how did um, how did they eject from the tank like that? Yeah. Oh. Oh, I had questions, too, but I was sitting there like... Because when the tank went down, they were just hanging there. They were under the tank? Now, I'm not going to tell you that I've been in Alongside a lot of tanks tank? in my life. You didn't see that? They were in the tank. Were, were they, they in the yeah. tank or they were, were they the alongside tank. it when the tank... No, 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 they were they in were the tank. inside the tank, and next thing you know, the thing's going over the cliff. And they're on the thing. They were hanging there. Yeah, they were yeah. hanging, so they somehow came out the bottom of the tank. Now, I think tanks do have a bottom part. But to do so so quickly is, I don't think it's possible. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't think it is either, I think because it, I know that they do I know have, tanks have to have a quick escape. There is a bottom. No, quick, it's not even a matter of a quick there, escape. There's actually, it's a, a small bottom hatch right. that's meant to, like, help eject the cartridges. That's awesome. Because those cartridges come back into the fucking tank right. with you. Right. Well, I watched that movie, Fury. Mm-hmm. And uh, during the movie, they have an escape pad uh, at the bottom yeah, John where Burnham, yeah. he goes underneath and he hides underneath the tank. Well, I think I'm assuming that's what it is, but it takes a, a second to get out of it. Yeah, it was a very awkward scene. It yeah. wasn't it wasn't a big deal, but I had to mention, I didn't know what was happening there. I'm just thinking bad animation there for a quick. Bad Xavier is not... Ob- show? It says that Xavier <laughs> is not um, not oblivious to the fact that some of these mutants are not on his side and that some of them with the powers they possess do build god complexes and this is one of them yep he sees it he's not oblivious to the idea that this can and does happen right so um jubilee gets to stay home (laughs) oh actually yeah i was about to say hold on that was my next note it's x-men assemble 
Except, Except for you, yeah. Rogue, and Jubilee, because I'm going to need a B team in case the A team fails. Oh, my mistake. I need one person for a B team, and it's not Jubilee. Hey, Rogue, Rogue, can you go back to the island? Got it. Bye. And Ren Jubilee's like, I wonder what I'm going to be getting used to. I'm, I'm an X-Men. This whole thing confused me. Yeah. At this point in the show, I don't know what happened. I really don't. I watched it. I, I I stopped the episode and went back. I was like, I missed something and watched it again and then stopped it and was like, what? And I rewound it and tried a third time and was like, I give up. Because I admit to being very confused. It seemed like he sent the X-Men to fight the Horsemen of Apocalypse and Rogue to investigate the false claims made on Mirror Island. Yeah. But... Then it cuts to a tonight scene when Apocalypse and his horsemen have already gone home. Oh, the further scene, Stonehenge. the further yep. scene drags out, and they become even more confused as it seems like they are showing the progression of an entire month as Apocalypse sends his people out to destroy installations of militaries, power installations, and spread sickness throughout the far lands. I guess it only took the amount of time that it would have taken Rogue to get to the island. However. Because then it seems like only a day has passed, or less time than that, maybe even a couple hours, because the X-Jet lands later on, in which we know to be a fast jet, and they fight horsemen, but they're not at Stonehenge. They're at some other city. They're at some city. And the events that we were seeing was all of them alone in different cities across the entire world. So why are they together back at the summit what the fuck happened bad bad editing it is tragic fucking editing yeah i watched it and i was like i missed something i had to have and i rewound it and was like watched it again and said okay it's night okay this guy's in this city this guy's in this city now the blackbird fucking land what is what yeah. And I was like, okay, hold on. So it took it took Rogue less time to get to the island than it took the Blackbird to get to wherever. And the second time, too. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't understand what is happening right now. Yeah. And I was just completely fucking lost. And because of that, now that time is all screwed up, Rogue gets to meet with Mystique, and which then is Mystique a very... Tries, she tries to dispose of Rogue. But it's a very strange scene. Because later on in the continuity that we are given in this context, Rogue was raised by Mystique. Yep. And Mystique is just like, Oh, some girl, I'll kill you. Pew, pew. Oh, wait a minute, did I raise you? Right. She's like, uh... I promise you, in like season four, they will later reveal that Rogue was raised by Mystique and knew that it was Mystique. So both of them know each other. Thoroughly. And also insert, you cannot stop bad guy cliche from Mystique. Yes. Mystique does drop the, it's impossible to win, fucking don't try crap. (laughs) Followed by closing and locking a door, which Rogue all of a sudden can't open. Yeah, Yeah, that door was awesome, Shane. Oh, yep, yep, I put that down. I'm like, okay. So <laughs> she ripped open that big ass door with no effort. And then she's one. She could pick up. Issues. That's a sturdy door. She could pick. Why up. don't just break the wall down if that door's so she, hard? She, ass. Could, she yeah. could pick up tanks, knock down steel doors effortlessly. 
but thick what? steel doors, like doors thicker than people. Yep. And then this door's like she's like, uh, what the fuck? And she wasn't she wasn't like tapping it. She yeah. wrecked into that door. Yeah, like, the the only yeah, thing that I can give her is she stuff. just got shot in the back and slammed into the machine that quote alters your mutation. I'm sorry. To be whatever the, the way fuck she got out of that rubble. Needs. I don't think that hurt her. So yeah, now, as soon exactly. as that's done, oh the 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 place explodes too. Yeah, the place explodes and she flies off towards Stonehenge. Right. To which case, now we get back to the A-team, who's in the middle of having their fight in fucking London or France or whatever. Yeah, I make that. It says, says, then we now go back to the Blackbird landing, where the X-Men finally confront the Horsemen of Apocalypse, but I'm very confused as to how much time has passed, (laughs) and why it is daytime where they are, and nighttime where she is, and just how far... Yeah. I don't know what is... Like, the jet lag is real in whatever is about to take place here. Which, apparently, what (laughs) what takes place is they shoot plague off of... uh, Or, excuse me, pestilence pestilence off the horse. Pestilence With assistance from Storm, Cyclops takes out pestilence. One brown. Brown, bitch. I I was thinking about that, too. To which pestilence falls like six or seven stories. And, again, cartoon logic lands on top of a bus... Ow, that hurt. She's done. She's done. A horseman of apocalypse. Either that beam hurt or that fall hurt. This is how... This should be both. But either way, (laughs) not splatted into a billion pieces. And you'll notice that Cyclops is all... Cyclops is broken. Yes. This is a horseman of the apocalypse. Broken. They're not supposed to be... Ring was broken when he fell higher than that. Yeah. Actually, I'm going to talk about that. It says, it says right here after the pestilence thing, don't you think we're getting a little carried away here? And then he takes a kick in the face from a much higher distance than uh, pestilence fell. Mm-hmm. And he's like, God can't take a joke. Falls all the way down to a car, smashes into the car, and just gets right up like, that guy can't take a joke. <laughs> right. And I was like, convenient healing factor is convenient. <laughs> I was like, this is a load of bullshit. So he- healing factor ex machina here? So then they run away because uh, one of their pestilence ho- fell down, so we got a GTFO. And uh, one of their horses is damaged? Yeah, we got to go. with some smoke coming out. <laughs> yeah, we got to go. Then- so they go back to Apocalypse. Oh, my God, I'm oh, so fucking Apocalypse confused. Apocalypse versus Rogue. Could they- be an interesting fight, but not really. She can't compare to his strength. Yeah, she yeah, really man. can't. She, but but he has the strength and the speed plus the size. She goes to Stonehenge. She goes to Stonehenge where it's still nighttime wherever she was. Yeah, and at Stonehenge, she's going to fight Apocalypse all by her lonesome. Doesn't quite work out for her, and we get a hardcore booty shot, <laughs> and almost more than a jacket loss. <coughs> like yeah, she lost her jacket. Yeah, that was. Yeah. I was surprised they got away with that angle. On the cartoon. Like, really surprised with the way they drew her there. But then, oh my god. Apocalypse, my sire, we have failed. The jet. The group have stopped us. The jet is fast. Because they flew from day to night. So I'm guessing they just went all the way to the other side of the world where it's nighttime. Yeah. (laughs) Because you know they're sitting there like, they got in the jet. They were only in the jet. Because they didn't fly for a whole day because Rogue 
is there at nighttime, and yeah. she left from nighttime. You know nighttime. when they got there. Yeah. You know the uh, Gambit or Wolverine is looking out like, guys, it's dark out. Guys, we flew really fast. Yeah. <laughs> we flew to the other side of the planet where it's nighttime. No, no, you misunderstand. From France to Mira Island, there's a big time difference. There must be. Yeah, there's uh, got to be. Yeah. Uh, it's like 8 o'clock at night in Mira Island while it's <laughs> noon in France. <laughs> it's yeah. noon in France. Somehow. I am, I, I'm curious to look that up almost. Mm. And Apocalypse... Talks a bunch of shit. My team cannot be defeated. I cannot be defeated. Shut up, Brad. Knox Apocalypse on... Apocalypse. Apocalypse. Energy absorption. Bromp. Ah, fuck. Now, I know... Talk shit somewhere else, bitch. No, I know it didn't hurt him. I'm fucking Cyclops. No, I know it didn't hurt him. But still, it knocked him on his ass. Nobody's been able to touch Apocalypse. You can even see it in his face. He was like, what just happened? Yeah, he's like, the fuck? He's like, did that man with the fucking visor shoot me? Which one did y'all just kick me? Yeah. And I also put the pan shot of the 90s X-Men team was fan-fucking-tastic in that scene. Yeah, because they were... Where it panned across the group. I need that as a background. Yeah. That was fucking great. Because basically he was like, who dares to stop Apocalypse? He's like... We do. Which, by the way, I think we'll get... Excuse me. We'll get to my next note, which is one that I shared in the group that nobody seemed to figure out. So the fight starts, right? Right. Wolverine's down on the ground. Right. Jean Grey starts running. Right. Oh! Trips over Wolverine! <laughs> she did. Oh, my God. I, I, I took... No. The fuck? No, I've seen that. <laughs> What? How long have you been training to be an X-Man? You fucking trip over Wolverine's legs. And, uh, it's audible. She literally, I don't know if they wanted her to do like a tuck and roll and try to lay on the ground to get away from cover fire, but the way they did it, she literally just face plants, literally, full blown, does a face bump to the ground. Even the act, voice actress even goes, uh I'm gonna tell you and she hits the ground. I, I saw, gotta go back she and was see out. It I saw it. She was out. The fuck? She was removed from the battle. I saw it. Only momentarily. She gets up like five minutes later, but, but does still. does nothing. I you know. literally seen that, and I was thinking, wait a minute. What was, did I just see what I thought yeah. I saw? Yes. She fell down. Because I had to rewind it two or three times myself. And like, because, no. because she fell down, she just gave up. She did nothing oh, for the, the whole way, battle. By the way. You know me, having to be the smartass. If I was Wolverine and I would have seen that, I'd be like, huh, you might be able to hammer better than me, but I can walk better than you. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Cyclops takes down Warmo. So now Cyclops has knocked down Apocalypse, taken out Pestilence, and War. Basically, I'd just be like, guys, And back Rogue to frees Death. And Rogue grabs Death. Yes. And, and, and Rogue and, turns and, purple. And yeah, she took that. She took his evil or whatever. Yeah. She, she, because the <coughs> rogue's power is really weird, but when she takes your life force, she takes, she takes your life force, your powers, and can take some of your memories. And she can cause something else when she does this. Sometimes she does not borrow memories. She takes them. Yep. She took what they did to him into herself. That's why she was cowering in a corner, because she... While grabbing him, Felt underwent it. the process that he went to become Archangel. Yep. It didn't reverse the process, but he's now warring again. He's not. He's now warring again. Yep. And now he wishes. And as Warren, he throws three, three count them, three little metal le- metal feathers. Mm-hmm. Kachink! I just defeated the Horseman of Apocalypse. 
Even though all I you three of them. heretic. And you know we you, must leave. And you get know, into the ship, into raise space, up. And you know that he's looking at instant warp speed too. Yeah, instant warp and speed. And you know he's looking even over. faster no, than no, the future. No, no, no. no, we're gonna talk about something else. Right before, right before spaceship scene, when the fucking horsemen were destroyed, and he threw his bitch fit. You must not be worthy. It wasn't me that chose shittily and took the first fucking three mutants that walked in the door. It's your fucking fault. Right after he bitches like a bitch. Shane? Bill? Wolverine. Oh, yeah. Has survived multiple foreign conflicts. Yep. He's survived American wars. Yep. He's been black ops trained. Yep. He's been a samurai. Yep. He's been a ninja. Yep. He's an expert martial artist. Yep. He's an expert marksman. Yep. He is an expert hand-to-hand combatant. Yep. Douchebag. Leap with claws out is his go-to move. Over 500 years of experience, and he is still leap with claws out in Superman pose. And as of yet, it has landed on no one. Now, to be fair... And he missed Apocalypse by feet. Not by inches, by feet. <laughs> to, there's, there's, there's two points I have for Wolvie this time around to, to aid him. The first, Apox on a fucking spaceship, which has an elevator <laughs> that goes... Boop! <laughs> goes down fast! Because Wolverine is like, I'm gonna get it! Holy shit, he went down fast! Yeah. The second is anytime I play Metal Gear, how am I knocking you out? Run, roll into you. Right. You're out. Okay, shoot. All right, moving on. A, po- a man named Apocalypse, and you're going to jump at him. You yeah. jump with Superman pose with claws. Ah! That is your go-to move. Well, fuck. He you know, disappeared. You know that when and it went... In this, in, this, in this cartoon so far, he has used his go-to move at least four times. <laughs> It has landed I, I, I on he, no one. No, I think he did land it on a sentinel. They're hard. He jumped on its back. Yeah. And then climbed up and stabbed you know, in the neck yeah. a bunch of times. Yeah, I th- I, no, no, no. I think he's right. I think the only time it's worked is on a sentinel. And technically speaking, Juggernaut. But that's because, again, he got him in the back. And then Juggernaut was like, what the fuck? And he was like... Swipe. Okay, the helmet's yeah, off. But he's I'm gone. never he's never landed what he attempts to do. He jumps with his claws out in a Superman pose for the double stab. Yeah, for you the know, for the quote death blow, aiming for lumps, lumps you know, and hearts. You know when he jumped on Apocalypse and Apocalypse went down, he's like, <laughs> I will land this attack one day. <laughs> if at first you don't succeed, repeat the attack again and again and again. It's X-Men is the opposite of Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> oh, shit, if it doesn't work, keep doing it. Eventually, somebody's got to fall for that shit. Except for Dragon Ball Z, which is, if at first it don't succeed, fuck it. Never do it again. <laughs> no, 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 no. In Dragon Ball Z, it if it doesn't work the first time, hit it harder. Hey, Piccolo. No, they really hey, do Hey, Piccolo, it. don't you have the ability to change your size? Yeah, I ain't doing that shit I tried, again. I tried it one time. It didn't work. I'll never do it again. Well, why hey, don't it? you have wiki arms? Yeah, I did it one time. I'll never do it again. Hey, don't you have that mocha sop? Yeah, I did it one time. It didn't work. I'm never doing it again. But it killed me. Shouldn't we Shouldn't we do the, uh, the, the <laughs> multi-form technique? Nope. Tried no. it one time. Never worked. Never doing it again. Bald man hit me. It hurt. Not yeah. doing it again. Shinhan, forearms technique. Tried it once. Didn't work. Never doing it again. 
Hey, Goku, I've dodged your command may a whole bunch of times. I'm still going to keep doing it. Yeah, because it worked. Because yeah. it worked several times before, just because you dodged it once. The first time he tried fluke. it. The first time he tried it, it worked. So he'll do it forever. Yep. So now we get to the... Kiko, go fuck yourself. So now we get to the rogue uh, archangel mutant moral of the day. Hopefully you can deal with the evil better than I can. Okay. And credits. <laughs> actually, actually should have been more like this. Wheel of morality, turn, turn, turn. Tell us the lesson that we should learn. Well, I mean, with her, she will handle the evil better than he did. Yeah. For yeah. multiple reasons. For multiple reasons. Because she has, every person she's ever touched, she has their life experiences. And part of that is different levels of self-control that different people had. So she will be, she's seen mankind in terrible positions, experienced it, and lived it through multiple lives that she's accidentally taken from. Like Wolverine when she grabbed Wolverine. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> when she touched Wolverine, she, she took part of his past. She knows part of what he's lived through. Yep. And she probably knows how old he is so, from hey, that. Hey, hey, you had a birthday coming up. No, I don't. I know everything. Pretty much. <laughs> Yeah, you so so four hundred and one, four hundred and one. That's a you old motherfucker. <laughs> we we gonna I need a lot of candles and a fire extinguisher. I got a oh, if only we had pyro. He has a flamethrower. Well, his ass has been beat four times. Go get him. Yeah. Hey, you want to join the X Men? <laughs> kick his ass again. <clears throat> well, since I can't beat you guys ever, yeah. Let me join you. <clears throat> but no, when you said that, um, the thing I wanted to say was uh, the fact that when. Uh, Archangel destroy beat the uh, the four the three horsemen of the apocalypse with, th with three metal feathers and they're like oh shit run you yeah. know you know he looked over at Cyclops and he's like yeah that's how you do a bitch yeah 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 actually your brumpy thing didn't do shit um but it did what they ran away he took down two of them uh, well, and well, knocked over apocalypse to these uh other. Horsemen after this. I mean, did, did yes? Did they ever come back again as a horseman? No. Basically, in so this they, series, no. So they more or less lost their horseman powers after this. Uh, somehow, somehow. or he killed them because yeah. he failed. Well, them. okay. When apocalypse, apocalypse is kind of fucked up. If he changes you and makes you a horseman, if you escape his control, you don't go back to normal. Yeah. Okay. You maintain that power in like Archangel. Is. In X Men, yes. yes. Archangel will always be Archangel. In, in fact, Angel still has Archangel. In X Men yeah. Gold, in the comic book right now, he is Angel. He's back to his normal self. But if he loses his temper, loses control, he will become the Archangel. He's a lot like the yeah. Hulk. He's uh, negative, negative emotions on a high scale impact his psyche, and he loses himself to the Archangel because it happened. Yep. These fucking dudes shot him in the back when he was trying to talk to them, and you could fucking he fucking lost his temper. And you could see the gray skin start coming up. And he's like, oh, oh, you know what? I'm so sorry, guys. Yeah, I'm, he was I'm, like, I'm gonna try not to kill you now. The big fake smile kind of thing. He's like, yeah, everything's cool, guys. Everything's cool. Everything's cool. I keep my temper. Got my temper in check. He's like, let me explain something to you. If you shoot me again, it's not gonna be good for anybody. <laughs> so, so we can anybody. assume the other horseman has. Somewhat dead, lost their no, no, I'm or get, dead. Well, like because Wolverine, he was a horseman, and the power he got, the power he got from it was the adamantium is no longer magnetic. Does he become yeah. a Does he become a horseman in this series? No. Will Gambit? No. 
No. Yeah, none, none of them basically will. They've only become a, a horseman. Matter of fact, I think you've seen the, books, the horseman. I think. I think it's done. I think the next time it shows up, it'll be just him, and they'll fight him. Yeah. Because technically, on the and next then episode, then there's we're weird, in Days of Future Past. There's a weird, weird episode where like they go to the nexus of all reality of time or right. something, and then like... He tries to rewrite history because he's like an apocalypse and speaking stuff of, happens. Speaking of which, while I'm thinking about it, for next week, are we supposed to do... All three a, episodes. Yeah, all three to round out the season, or yeah. are we just doing the two followed uh, by... I've been debating this um, because the next arc is only Days of Future Past. Yeah. But it is weird to just stop right there. Because the season ends in only one episode after that. So, we're, yeah. so I wonder if we should just finish the season and do those three episodes. Okay you mean four? No, it'd be three. Yeah, 11, 11, 12, it's only three 13. left. Yeah. I thought there's four left. Nope. nope. No. There's Days there's... of Future Past, Days of Future Past 2, and then one episode that closes the season. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, never mind. He miscounted. So yeah. it'll, be, it'll be three episodes, and then it'll be done. Yep. I, I thought you meant there's the, three episodes for the Days of Future Past. So. No. Then we'll have a debate. Because it, we'll have to debate whether to continue with this series and do the next season, or if we should run a season of something else. And we'll, we'll, uh, we'll like, see. should we go on to a Justice League? Should we talk about Spider-Man? Maybe should we, even Turtles? That's what I mean. Should we run a season of something else? And we'll debate that, whatever we decide. That might even be an episode to debate whether or not we... Yeah, which is kind of why I was asking, because <laughs> I didn't know if, like... The end of season one leads into the start of season two. I don't believe or so. Or if we could do it where we just do in like... fact, uh, I guess, <sighs> I guess spoilers. But this show was out in '92, so suck ass. Yeah, true. Um, this this show will end because of the Jean Grey, uh, Scott Summers wedding. Yep. Which that brings in Mister Sinister. Yes. Yes. And then season two will deal with a lot of the sinister stuff, and it will deal with Xavier in the Savage Lands, and then that will that will lead us to a moment in Wolverine history in the animated series that when I was a kid, it happened, and even as a kid, I said, "Wait, I don't think that's right." And then I did like this, and I couldn't make it happen, Shane. So I think he's a liar. And I think the Savage Land is BS. Yeah. In the Savage Land, you lose all mutant powers. Just become a dude. During the Savage Land, there's a moment where they're fighting against all these people, and they've all captured the X-Men, and they're like, without your mutant powers, blah, blah, blah. And Wolverine goes, yeah, well, there ain't nothing mutant about these, and pops out six claws. Oh. And cuts at people, and then jumps out of this fucking tree thing into the river, and I was like, wait. I'm pretty sure that is mutant. I don't. I don't think normal people could do that. Well, <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, he was right and wrong. Yeah, because he can. Because making the claws come out is not a mutant power. Now his I knuckles healing. I would. I would, I would argue yeah. that it is. I, I thought. I thought maybe like his healing ability was his. His body. healing ability. His it is, senses. but the claws are the claws. Do you have claws? Then that's mutant. Yeah, I mean it is a mutation. Well, I was going to say my nails aren't that long to be claws, but and that would only make you Lady Deathstrike. Not, but yeah, that's a mutation. Yeah. His claws well, are what a about mutation. Lady if she went to the savage, she's land, mechanical. Yes. Yeah, you're right because she loses her arms quite often. Yes. Yes. Uh, especially at this point in her continuity. Nowadays, she's not nearly as mechanical <laughs> as she was. I don't understand how that works. Oh. But 
But back then, she me- mechanized a lot of herself. Okay. She was cybernetic. Okay. Okay. But yeah, because the only reason I ask is because I'm thinking maybe if we do Days of Future Past 1 and 2, and then that way, then the next episode after that, we can just do the 1, and then be able to argue, okay, so that's all of Season 1, good or bad, move on to another series, or keep going with Future Chair. Right. So We'll, we'll figure yeah. it out. All right. That's it. Hey guys, did you like that podcast? If so, remember to check out FandomNight.com. At FandomNight.com, you can drop a line to this show, or you can check out other podcasts as well. We cover all kinds of topics, everything from comic books, wrestling, movies, TV shows, video games, animes, mangas. It's outrageous. We seem to have a podcast for just about everything, and you have access to it just by going over to FandomNight.com. So check it out, guys. We're going to get out of here.